Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus this morning. We ask that you speak to us. We pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Father, speak to us. May we never leave this place the same. In the name of Jesus, build us up by the power of your word. In the name of Jesus, release us from any form of prison and bondage. In the name of Jesus. Because when your word came, Joseph was set free and the king called him. When your word came, as your word is coming, Father, any soul that is in prison, any form of prison, I pray, Father, for the power of the word to break that prison gates and set free any soul that is captured. In the name of Jesus. Glorify your son today. In Jesus' precious name. Let me hear somebody say amen. amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? How many of you know that you will not be the same again because you came? Never the same again. We are continuing on our subject of how to pray. How to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. How to pray. Amen. Knowing how to do something is very important. You see, that is what makes stars. Cecilia, it's nice to see you. That's what makes stars. Stars. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a star like David Beckham. I like football, so that's what I can give us an example. Okay. Even though he doesn't, he never played the team I support. Played teams like Manchester and teams. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, but he played Real Madrid too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. He played only one proper team, but it's okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen. You see, this gentleman, I hear one day he put a ball, either he or Ronaldo, he put a ball down and he shot the ball. He didn't enter the net and he told them that the pool is not straight. So that could be any pain on the ball to a boy at an animal or pool in It's not when they came to measure it, it wasn't straight. It wasn't straight. Because he knew how to, how to shoot the ball and from whichever angle to enter. Yeah. And, and, and it has made him a star. <laughs> so he said, knowing how to do something eh, can make you a star in that field. You get it? When you take, there are two players. One is called Messi and one is called Ronaldo. I know that. They have caused too much trouble in the football world, these two people. Yeah. Do you get it? Now, one of them is a naturally gifted footballer. He doesn't think much. 
When he, when you come to him, by the time you realize the ball is behind you and he's also behind you, you don't know where he passed to be behind you. I mean, he can mesmerize defenders and they get angry, but they can't hurt him. <laughs> because when you chase him, you have to you have to kick him off the ball. No, no. When the ball is not there, that's when it, you don't understand football. <laughs> you play and pay. Do you get it? Yeah. Mercy, mercy is a natural footballer. He can run and, and come back. And you don't know whether he has bones in his... He's so flexible. He can, yeah, he, can, he can turn and turn. I wonder how he does it. Yeah. He's a great player, but I've never supported his team. <laughs> but I like him, but he's never supported anything he has played. When you take somebody like Ronaldo, he's not a naturally gifted player. Remember, we are talking about how to pray. That's what we are talking about. We are not talking about football. We are talking about how to pray. When this guy gets the ball, now, this guy, he has learned. He wasn't natural. He's, he's not a naturally gifted player. He's somebody who has deliberately learned how to play the football. Two hours or something before their training session, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be there. And he'll be shooting. Shooting. He'll be training for two hours before everybody comes. Before everybody comes. So when it is free kick, and he's there, you can't say you want to play. The minute the minute the free kick is given, no, you you will jog or run into the into the 18. You 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 run into the 18. Yeah. Waiting for him to now. Why why has it gotten this position? Because we can see that he knows how. How to score. He knows how. Do you understand? So knowing how to do something. It makes you a star. It makes you a star. If you don't know how to do things. You will become ordinary. Hallelujah. Amen. But God doesn't, you see, God didn't make you, He didn't save you to be ordinary. Some people who are supposed to die as kings and priests, they are dying as mere men. You were not made to be a mere man. You were not made to be a mere man. So you have to learn how do I do it? How do I do it? How do I pray? 
How do I pray? Because there is a way to pray. What do I pray? Because there is what to pray about. It is not just anything you pray about. Yes. No. There's what to pray about. How do you know? How do you pray and what do you pray about? If you don't do this, there's no way you are going to experience 100% answered prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we are looking at this. How to pray. Okay. And we have looked at Jesus' formula of how to pray. The Savior taught us how to pray. And we have gone through that. Okay. Were you here? Yeah. Were you here when we did that? Okay. So we want to move on to the next thing. How to pray. How to pray. The next one is the efficient prayer formula. Hallelujah. Amen. The efficient prayer formula. It's another way to pray. You remember when we were talking about Jesus' formula of prayer? He taught us that after this manner pray. After this manner pray. Manner is a way. Your manner of life. Your way of life. You understand? So, the, after this manner pray. After this way. You pray like this. Eh? Our, our father. Which had in heaven. And, and, and one, one of the things I didn't mention is that. You see, he said our father. Now, the, our father there in, implies a relationship. It implies a relationship. When you call somebody my father, then it means that you are either a son or a daughter. Correct? Yeah. You are either a son or a daughter. So, so to say our father, it implies that this is somebody who is a son. You don't become a child of God by the fact that you were created by God. No. No. It is not every creator of God who is a child of God. Pastor, why are you saying that? No, you see, this is, this, I'm saying that because John chapter 1, okay, in John chapter 1, he says that, verse 12, he says that, as many as received him, to them, he gave power to become sons of God. To become sons of God. It means that, up until the point that up until the point that they became sons of God, they were not sons of God, even though they were creators of God. <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. So there's a point at which you become a child of God, and and that point is the point at which you receive Him as your Lord and Savior. That is why if you are, if you are an unbeliever, don't, but you are praying about what? Your prayer is an abomination to God. If you haven't received him, the only prayer of an unbeliever that makes sense is the prayer to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. 
So our father implies a relationship. You must have a relationship. Hallelujah. Good. A relationship. Step number one. You must have a relationship. To have 100% answered prayer, there must be a relationship. Hallelujah. Then he said, Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name is to worship, is to praise Him, is to thank Him, is to be grateful to Him. Hallelujah. So when you begin to pray, the way to pray to get answers is not to start immediately with what you need or the things that are troubling you. That is not how to approach a big man. Anyone you approach like that, you will lose favor. You lose favor. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And many people have lost favor because of their approach. Their approach. They may have a good case, but their approach was wrong and they lost favor. So you don't start pouring out, pouring out your desires and things that the minute you start praying, that is not the way to pray. We are learning how to pray. This is not the way to pray. The way to pray. The way to pray. To worship him. Hallow his name. Praise him. Thank him. That is what you do first. After you have realized you have a relationship. After you have realized you have a relationship. Then this is what you do. You hallow his name. You praise his name. You lift him. And I told you that you have to learn. Some of you, you have to learn some worship songs on your own. You yourself, you must learn how to sing. Because it's not every time that you 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 worship only when you are in church. Sometimes my wife will wake up and all you see that she's doing, she's just singing, she's just worshiping, singing praise songs, singing. That's all. That's what she felt like doing. She, the throughout the night, she would just be singing and praising God. Do you know what that does? I told you, it brings the presence. God comes to sit in us. Why? Because the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises. So when the praises are going up, it it pulls God down. God comes down into the praises to sit in it. He dwells in it. You want the presence of God. You want the presence of God. If you want the presence of God, learn to be a worshiper. I remember the other time. I remember the other time. Um, Prophet Elisha. Three, three kings of three nations came to him. One was the king of Judah. One, another one was the king of Israel. Israel. And then the king of Edom. You see, king of Israel was going to fight the king of the king of Moab. Because Moab was under Israel. 
And every year, Moab was supposed to bring tribute to Israel. Then King Ahab died. When King Ahab died, they said that we won't bring it again. We won't bring any tribute again. And Ahab's son, who is now the king, said, you can't say you won't bring it. You must bring it. And those times, the way to settle issue is war. Let's go to what if I beat you, then you you do it. So the king of Israel decided to go to war with the king of Moab. So he went to he went to talk to King Jehoshaphat. He was the king of Judah. That look, this is what is happening. And Jehoshaphat said, Oh, I mean, you and me, there. You see, yeah, like refuse and vulture. I mean, we, we, we. <laughs> anywhere you go, I go. So I'm with you fully. Then they have to go through the land of Edom to get to Moab. So then he must win the king of Edom to join him. So then he won him and they join him. On their way, they realize that. Mm, Things are difficult. No water to drink. Their water was finished. And they can see that they are starving. They, they are dying of thirst. The beast, the, the beast, the camels they are right, they are also dying of thirst. And, and, and the king of Israel said that maybe God has brought us here to kill us then once then Jehoshaphat said is there not a prophet is there not a prophet here? somebody we can consult to, to get out of this then they said that Elisha is around Elisha now look at what happened when they went to Elisha hmm? Elisha said Elisha said Bring me a minstrel. Bring me a minstrel. I need something to be played. I need this God to be worshipped. So they brought a minstrel. As the minstrel began to minister, the Bible says that the finger of God came upon Elisha. My goodness. And his eyes opened and he began to give them direction. Hallelujah. Oh, you are not clapping. <laughs> you are not clapping. Man. Man. The, the worship. It brought God. When he worshipped, the presence of God was strong. Then what he couldn't do before the worship, he began to do after the worship. Because the worship it triggers the presence of God. He inhabits the praises of his people. He comes to stay in the praises. So Jesus Christ said that, hallow his name. Hallow his name. Praise his name. Huh? Praise his name. God would come and, and dwell and stay in the praises. So anybody who wants to have a constant presence of God you must become a worshiper. You must become a worshiper. Are you here? Yeah. You must become a worshiper. So now the king has come. The presence has come. What do you do? He say, oh, Father, it's Christmas time. I need, I need some, sh some, some shadows. It's Christmas time. 
I need, I need biscuits. Hey, I need rice. I need oil. I need, I need dresses for my, for my family. I need this. I need that. That is not what you do when, when you get access into the presence of a big person. Don't start making requests. No. Any, any big person will be interested in anybody who expresses interest in them or what they like. <laughs> what they like. When he comes, what do you know he likes? What do you know he likes? Begin to talk to him about what he likes. So if there's a big man that you want to get favor with, learn what the person likes and enjoys what is the person's passion and engage the person in his passion. What is his passion? Immediately, his attention would, would, would draw to you. You would arrest his attention. Now when the attention is on you, you are done. You are finished. You are finished. Anything you are to come. Big man, is it not true? (laughs) It's true. I'm telling you, it's true. He's trying to be humble, but it's true. He's a big man. Hallelujah. Amen. To just attention. What does God like? What does he like? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. (laughs) That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave his only begotten son to rescue the world. So you must know that the salvation of the world is the passion of God. (laughs) Not, you see, not the provision of houses. He is not the minister of housing. Minister of works and housing. No. This, God is not the minister of works and housing. No. Minister of house and work and houses and water resources. Just works and houses. And then what? Then water. Sanitation. No, no. This is not why he came. When, uh, he, he is not the minister for beautification of the capital city <laughs> or beautification of your house. <laughs> yeah. He is not the minister of Zongo to come and arrange the Zongo. No, that is not why he came. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> they will beat you, Reverend Philip. He said, Minister of Drones. Do you know drones? <laughs> they will beat you. You. He's not. Listen. He came for the salvation of mankind. That somebody would move from hell to heaven. So So Jesus taught us and said that pray that thy kingdom come. Don't ask for give me this day my daily bread. It's a wrong time to ask for that. Pray that your kingdom come. Your kingdom. Not my your kingdom. Let it come. What is kingdom? Kingdom. Kingdom is kingdom is king 
and dominion. It is a place where a king exercises his authority or dominion. Hallelujah. So you are praying for God's rulership to be established in the heart of men. When you are praying that let your kingdom come. Father, after he has, you have worshipped and he has come in, then begin to say that let your kingdom come. Let your, let your, let your rulership be established. Let hearts be captured for you. You see, the kingdom of God is not in a place of the kingdom of God is in hearts. He rule in hearts. He doesn't rule in Teshi. He rule in the hearts of the people in Teshi. <laughs> so, the, he, for his kingdom to come, his, his kingdom to come, people's heart must be captured. He must be able to rule people's hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that not it? Yes, sir. Yeah. So when you are praying, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. You are praying the expansion, the enlargement of his kingdom. Then he said, let your will be done. What you want, what you desire, let it be. I'm showing you how how, how to pray to get results how? how this is how do you understand this is how then you begin to pray his will be done his will be done that's number three okay number four is now that you come to your needs give us this day our daily bread our daily, our daily bread is number four. Number four. Do you understand? So if you don't learn this way, that the master, the one who knows his father, is it, who knows God except the one who has been there with him? And I have been there with him. One day somebody asked, so where was Jesus Christ before he came on the earth? He was born. Where was Jesus Christ? I said, Jesus Christ was in heaven as the word of God. <laughs> and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Christ is the word. When God speaks, Christ is the word. He is the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. That word was God. And that word which was God was made flesh. Who was made flesh? Was it the Holy Spirit? Or was it God the Father? Who was God the Son? He came in the flesh. He is the word. So he's in the heaven, he was in heaven as the word of God. When God speaks, that was his son. Hallelujah. Amen. That was his son. Can somebody understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The way to pray. To get answers. So that's what you do. You pray. That will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. <laughs> Number five, forgiveness. 
6. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. You see, anytime I'm, you see, learn this. When you always make the, the leader or the big person happy, everything else follows. Everything else. So when he said that, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When you do that, the rest will follow. You only need to capture the heart of the person. Finish. And to capture anybody's heart is to be able to do what pleases the person. Yes. Today I discovered that some people are doing things that do not please me. So I have sacked them. Yes. I've sacked them. I'm done with them. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. Just because they don't make me happy. They make me look like a cantankerous person. I know I'm a guy, but yeah. I know I'm a gun. My name is Neo Kai. I'm from Bisi. I'm a gun. And it is natural. It's natural with us. As for fighting, that's where all the good boxers come from my hometown. All the good boxers in that country. Those who didn't come, they didn't last. Oh. Yes, we have somebody, Nanaya or something, something. Nanaya couldn't say it was gun. He didn't fight. He didn't survive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Azuma Nelson. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. All those who have made names in it, they are from my hometown. It's natural with us. But you see, we have also refined guns. Yes, you are like me. refined. <laughs> we have refined ones yeah, but right. these people they make me look like my typical people anytime yeah. I see them I'm screaming and fighting I said no, no, no. because me too I want to be a nice person you know when I come I say how are you is everything okay are you fine I say I'm fine so powerful I want to be nice. Yeah. But I cannot be nice when, when, when you are not doing things that please me. It doesn't make me happy. It makes me scream and scream. No, no. I want somebody who will make me happy. And I will keep on sucking until I get somebody who makes me happy. This morning I've sucked, sucked everybody. Everybody is gone. Yes. I sacked everybody. Yeah. Everybody sacked. Sack you, yeah. Easy. That is how God is about to sack some people. Yeah. 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 Because you are not, you are not making him happy. You don't seek his interest. You seek only your interest. Your interest is to watch television, football. When when there's something to do for him, you don't care. 
You don't care about it. You care about other things. What 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 you like. So you are not a servant. You are not a servant. A servant is somebody who is interested in in what his master is interested in. That's what makes you a servant. Because you are interested in your master's interest. If you are interested in your own interest, you are a servant to yourself. And you are you are paid you are paid as a result of the work you do. Correct? So God God has lost reason why you should reward some people. Please do you, do you appreciate what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So I'm saying that make him happy. When you make him happy, you capture his heart. Everything else will follow. Stop becoming self selfish. Interested in what you like only. You will never get far with God or anybody for that matter. If you have a business and you have employed somebody, and when it comes, he does his own business, would you be happy with the person? Recently, I went to a shop to buy something. Hey, if you have a shop, you should pray. If you have a shop and you have put human beings there, you should be praying. I'm telling you, you should be praying. You should be praying. Because when I got there, and I look at the prices, I said, wow, this is high. You know, but I needed the things. Back. So I didn't have an option. I have to buy it. Then the guy called me aside and told me that, oh. And he took his phone and put it on the calculator. He said, eh. But I can help you. I can help you. I said, oh, great. Help me. Because the thing was very expensive. He said, okay. Um, this one is how much? Is this okay? Uh, I can do it for you. Then he slashed the thing down. I said, oh, good, good, good. So I thought that. I thought that. You know, when you buy from this big uh, supermarket, they have, or the, the most, the, the shops, they have carts. Okay, when you buy, they'll give you a card. You see, the more you buy, the, the, the higher discounts you get. So the more you buy, you see, it's giving you credit on your card. So, I, I thought that, okay, then he has something that he can use to buy it for me so that the thing will come down. Not knowing his own business. So, what he has been made in charge of in the, in the shop, he also has a business of the same thing outside. So, when people come, when people come, then he will talk to them and give them better option and collect their numbers and go to their houses and fix the things for them. Then your things in the shop and you are paying this guy every month and the things in your shop, they are there whilst he's making business outside. You have a shop, you've got to pray. I looked at this and so I said, hey, 
So these people who have employed this guy, do they know what this guy is doing? You don't know why your business is not working. The, the thing is that when you come, the stock is always there. Some people, to what they do is that when they sell the thing, and they, they make the profit, profit, then they'll go and buy and come and put there. So there are, there are 10 pieces there. He sold eight. He's made the profit. Then he will use the, 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 some of the money to go and buy the eight and come and put there. When you come and you count, one, two, three, it's ten. Say, Having sold in it, you can't blame it. Having sold in it. But meanwhile, the guy has sold it and pocketed the money. Wicked people! And you think that you won't work with somebody. You wait. One day you also start working with somebody. Because nobody can succeed alone. You, you lie. God never made us like that. You were, you were made to need help. You cannot do your business alone. No matter how careful you are, I'm telling you, this is you, so you reap it. <laughs> yeah. Wicked people. I want to tell somebody, I need a treadmill. I want to be. I said, how much is it? They mentioned the price. I said, oh, it's expensive. He said, don't worry. So, don't worry. I'll give you one in the box. Brand new. Lower. Lower. And some of these people, you have put the person in charge. All your treadmill, he is the one in charge. He has to convince people to buy. So, but because he's not a servant to you, he's not a servant because he's not interested in your business. What you are interested in, what you have spent money, you have invested heavily in, he's not interested in it. He's interested in the little that he will get into his pocket. So, he will rather convince people and rather take them outside your shop and give them what they want, and your bush will be there. So I said, you are not interested. That, he said, that is why no matter what you get, you are still not blessed. You are not blessed. And that's why some people, some of you are suffering. That's why you are suffering. <laughs> Nobody can trust you. When, when they take you to, we can't even recommend you to go and work somewhere. Please, are you here? Oh, so what I'm saying is that try and Please God. When you are working with somebody, to, to enter the person's heart, please the person. Yeah. Be interested in what the person is interested in. Work for the person's interest. When you do that, you enter the heart. There's nothing that will be kept away from you. I'm telling you. Nothing. Some of you, God is not blessing you because he cannot trust you. He can't trust you. <laughs> he, can't, he can't even trust you <laughs> to use what he gives you to what he wants you to use. He can't trust you. He can't trust you. So it's very important what Jesus taught us that we follow. Our Father, which hath in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom 
come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Today, the people I said, I told them that, you see, if Bishop Dag were to be here, this is what he would want. Because when you go to where he is, this is what prevails there. As, as it is there, so must it be here. Yeah. If it's not that, there's something you are doing wrong. That's why you cannot be here. cannot be here. Am I making you sad? Have I said something wrong? Okay. Yeah. But you know, I don't even mind when you think I've said something wrong. I don't even mind. I'm preaching the word of God. Learn it. It will distinguish you. Yeah. You see, this word, eh, that, this is the reason why it has been there. It was there before you were born. It will be there after you are gone. This, this same word, you cannot exhaust it. It's loaded. It's full. You, you can't finish eating it. Heavy. This every day, every generation, any, any, any group of people that comes on the earth, they would still find this useful. Are you here? Oh, you have decided to go home because of what I'm preaching. <laughs> so that is what Jesus taught us. You have to pray. So that you don't fall into temptation. He didn't say that pray that there will be no temptation. No. No. Because even Jesus Christ was tempted. When he had fasted and he was hungry, he was hungry. And Satan, Satan came to him and said, that, Hey, you are the Son of God. Turn these stones into bread. Do you know why they call it a temptation? Because Jesus, because of his hunger, he felt like turning the stones into bread. It was a temptation. Because, you see, if he couldn't have done it, it wouldn't have been a temptation. <laughs> but he could have done it. Yeah. And it would have solved the hunger problem. But the motive was wrong. Satan can quote scriptures. Yes. Yes. Satan can quote scriptures. Some of you, when you meet people and they can quote one, two, three scriptures, they say, hey, this guy, Charlie, it's not true. It's not true. You know people by their fruits, not by the quotation of scriptures. Because anybody who has been to school will, will be able to quote scriptures. Yeah. An intelligent person can quote scriptures. <laughs> yeah. But you look at their fruits, not the scriptures they can quote. I've told you before, it is not, it is not, it is not, you see, what you claim to know. That shows you know. The Bible says that when you know the truth, you will be free. The truth will set you free. 
So if you claim to know the truth and and the fruit that the, the truth brings you are not bearing that fruit then you don't know it even though you can quote a thousand scriptures you don't know it because when you know it you will be free if you are not free and you are quoting scriptures it is unfortunate you don't know it because it is not head knowledge it is revelation revelational knowledge hallelujah amen oh is somebody blessed today are you here that is why Ephesians taught us. Also, I'm ending with this. I'm ending with this. So listen carefully. Now, the second one was there is the Ephesians prayer formula or prayer topic. Ephesians. Ephesians also gave us some in Ephesians 1. You got it? In Ephesians 1 from verse 15. He gave us very beautiful one. Okay. And that is why you've got to pray about this. Look at this. Are you watching? Okay. Okay. He said that, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, the 16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Are you here? Continue. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Revelation in the knowledge of him. You can, you can, have, you can know something, but you don't have revelation of the thing. For example, some of you know that when you are driving, you are going 150 kilometers an hour. You want to turn your, your, your car into a plane. Is that not it? Aircraft. You want to turn it. Because it, when, when, sometimes when I'm flying and I look, they are going like um, 890, 920 kilometers per hour. Speed. If it touches the ground, trouble. So you can know that they, they have written by the roadside. The, the speed that thrills is the speed that kills. Have you seen it before? Eh? Have you seen it before? This, to something that thrills is something that is exciting. But when you have a good car and you land on the road and you are, you are passing all the other cars and they are all looking like small boys and girls on the road and you are... You see, it feels powerful. It is, it is a thrilling... It's a trailing speed. But, but the trailing speed is the speed that kills. So you see it's written. When you get to a particular portion of the road, you see it's written there. The speed that trails is the speed that kills. So immediately you know. But you do not have a revelation of this of this of the speed that trails is the speed that kills. You don't have revelation. Do you know how you get the revelation? You get the revelation one day when you are speeding and you your car begins to somersault and you almost die. 
when you see that thing written, you sit up and say, ah, this I know it. I know it. I know it. Yeah. One the bishop, bishop said that those times when he's dry, no car passes him. Oh, no, no, no. no. You try and pass him. Oh. Have you seen there are some drivers like that? It's like, don't pass me. <laughs> don't pass me. Don't overtake me. If you try to overtake he's not moving. No. The minute he sees that you are coming, then who says, so sometimes what I get angry and say, ah, but you, you were not going. Yeah, now that I, I'm going, I want to overtake. Then you have started speeding. It's like, don't pass me. That was how Bishop was like. Bishop. Then one day on his way to Tamale, he was going to preach. About 30 minutes to get there. Then somebody who was driving, a, riding a bicycle. Bicycle. Was on the road. No, no, I'm so. so he blew the horn. I'm coming. So that the guy will leave the road and go to the side of the road. Rather, when he heard the sound, he actually came inside. He rather move inside the road. So in an attempt to swerve there, and his car skidded off the road. If he so. And he began to sum us off. Yes, yes, sir. Pa, 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 into the bush. Hey. Then Prophet Kaka was sitting at the back. Prophet Kaka the car went and turned upside down. And Prophet Kaka said that, hey, if I died today, I would have been very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been very surprised. Yeah. From that day, all of us were instructed. And we put tracking device on, on the cars. If you like, go beyond 80. That's the last time you drive that car. Then the big car to a car. You know why? <laughs> Why did why has he come out with this rule? He has he has revelational knowledge. Revelation. You understand it better. So when you are driving and you see people coming and they are speeding, passing you, shim, shim, shim. Cool on, you just go. The reason for your behavior is the revelation. There is something you know. That you know. And it's not just head knowledge. It is revelation, revelation from the heart. I've been there. So Ephesus, he said, pray. My father, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That, that is what to pray about. Revelation. Revelation is what will make you pray when you have not, when, when your pastor has not declared prayer and fasting. You have not met something before. 
You have not met what Jesus' disciples met. When they give him somebody to cast demons out. And they did that, the demons didn't go. And the person's father brought the person to Jesus. Said, oh, your disciples, they couldn't do it. Say, ah, these people. How long would you be with me and not be able to do this? Cast out the demon. Then they came and said, ah, how come we were not able to do it? And you were able to, how come we were disgraced like that? Then he said that this one there is a kind that does not go out by simple prayer. It goes out by prayer and fasting. That's why they were disgraced. From that day, I'm sure they will learn their lesson. When people call them for parties, say, oh look, now next year I'll come. Because they are looking for power. Revelational knowledge. That's what you pray about. Are you Why? How to pray? Have you been praying? On Tuesday, I told them that those who are here, I preached something on Tuesday. It's also on prayer. And I told them that if you have come to hear it and you don't pray, you are a fool. You are a fool. Why? Because you have come to waste your time, your energy. Hmm? You've, you've, you've come to waste space in the church. Yeah. When you are hearing the thing, so practice it, do it. Yeah. yeah. So when we call for prayer meetings, come. <laughs> when we say we are fasting, come. When we say we are doing, we are doing operation six one five. Join. This is what you are being taught. Listen, the only way you can validate a truth is by your obedience. You can never tell if something works or is true except you obey it. You can never validate it in any other way. Any other way. Validation only comes by your obedience. Whether it is true or not, it can only be proven by your obedience. So if you think what I'm saying is, is, is not true, the only way you can prove to me that it's not true is after you have followed this and it didn't work. What I'm then you can say that. That's how to validate it. So I'm charging you to validate it. I'm charging you validate it or otherwise. So, do it. Yeah, I'm not Let's see what happens to you. Please stand to your feet. Our time is up. Stand to your feet. Our time. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were clapping. I thought you were clapping. Jesus. Jesus, we Jesus. 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 Touch a man, you know. you
Ya I want you to lift up your voice, let's sing it. Lift up your voice, let's worship him. Sing it up in your mind, sing it aloud. Let me hear you sing unto him. Don't bury my, don't bury my, don't bury my Jesus. Upotent Tim, Oh, sing it. Oh, thank you for this beautiful morning thank you father what a privilege we have to hear your word what a treasure you have given us your word is able to give us inheritance among all them that are sanctified 
Your word has power to deliver to us our inheritance in you. We thank you, Father, for the power of your word. Every day as we come to you, you are building us up. Building us up. Putting one block after another to build, to build us into a beautiful house. Father, we thank you. And we bless you. We are forever grateful for your word. Let this word, Father, not sit in our heads. But Father, let it descend into our hearts and propel us, compel us into action to the glory of your name. I thank you and bless your holy name in the mighty name of Jesus. And as every head is by and every eye closed, you are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you. Or you came on your own. But deep down in your heart, you are not born again. You know Jesus is not the Lord of your life. And he said that it is as many as receive me that I give them power to become what they were not. What they are not. You want to say that, Bishop? Please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I don't want to live here without Jesus in my heart. You are here like that. Can I see your right hand? You want to be born again. You need Jesus. I want to pray with you. You want me to pray with you? Let me see your hand. Wherever you are standing, I'm going to pray with you. Jesus will be the Lord of your life. I can see your hand. I can see another hand. I can see another hand. Pastor, please pray with me. If you want me to pray with you, lift it up your hand. Please come to me. Come. Come, I want to pray with you here. God bless you. Come. Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You lift that up your hand. Come. Thank you. Can you lift up your two hands? Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. I want you to say this prayer after me. Jesus loves you. So I want you to pray this prayer. And I want the church to join us. Say, Heavenly Father. I can't hear you. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you this morning. Just as I am. I want you to open your mouth and say it. I come to you this morning. Just as I am. I believe with all my heart. That Jesus Christ. The Son of God. Died on the cross. Shed his blood. To wash away my sins. This morning. I receive Jesus Christ. This morning. I confess Jesus Christ. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. From today. From this morning. I confess. I belong to Jesus. From this morning, I confess I belong to God. Say, Father, 
please write my name in the book of life so that one day when that book is open my name will be found in the book thank you father for saving me this morning in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name amen wow